Hello, you're listening to Track by Track, the Trash Music Podcast, with me, Dan Bull, editor of Trash, which you can find at movetotrash.co.uk, and me, Will Warren, music enthusiast and contributor to Trash. And Will, what the hell are we doing here on a Friday? I know, sorry, we're on overtime this week. We definitely should be. And uh, we really good reason, because we're here to talk about Eurovision in our Eurovision Special Edition. Is this uh, uh, where we talk Brexit and politics and get really into the nitty gritty? Oh, no, no, no. We're going to keep it as superficial as ever. Oh. Um, I thought it'd be a good opportunity for us to have a bit of a chinwag uh, in a mini episode to talk about some of our favourites uh, uh, competing songs in this week, this year's Eurovision Song Contest, culminating in tomorrow's grand final. Yes, the big day tomorrow. We're going to be spending it together, aren't we? We are. We're going to be hosting a little do, actually. I mean, um, you, me, Cynthia and Cook. <laughs> uh, just a little footnote ahead of this, uh, before we get into talking about some music. Uh, we are uh, right in, recording this one right up to the wire, so we uh, do not currently know who has been eliminated through the semi-finals. So I, if any I, of our selections go out, be a real shame. You've confused me, because I thought trash, Track by Track went out live every week, so... <laughs> bit slick to be live, isn't it? Well, well most, of the, most of the time. We were live at Christmas, weren't we, when we were sharing gifts and clinking the Prosecco glasses? Yes, we'll keep the, we'll keep the charade going just a bit longer. <laughs> um, so the Eurovision Song Contest 2019 is going to be the 64th uh, this year, Dan, where is it? Europe. Yes, uh, specifically where in Europe? Not in the Pacific, I don't think. <laughs> specifically, it's in Tel Aviv in Israel because Israel won last year. Do you remember the winning track last year? Uh, there was a lot of tongue clicking. Tongue clicking, yes. Netta with Toy was the winning song yes. last year. And I was fortunate enough to actually be there. Really? In Lisbon last year and actually in the arena for the grand final. And how was that? Uh, it was a real experience. Uh, and that shocking moment, do you remember when Suri, the stage invader, came up? Well, I remember reading about it, um, but this is the moment of the podcast where I have to put my cards on the table and say, I've only ever watched the Eurovision Song Contest twice in my life. I've never really followed it. So you're very much going to be guiding me through this episode. You're the the big slobbery golden lab for this one. That's lovely. So tomorrow evening you'll be three times a lady. Yes. <laughs> uh, I think hopefully it's safe to say by releasing this special Eurovision episode, uh, with for a lot of our listeners, we are very much preaching to the... Perverted. Converted. 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 The choir. Uh, yes. Abs- works with your first. Yes, word. that's much that's much nicer. Uh, so we have uh, we've rifled through the finalists for this year and we've picked our top four songs. Oh I thought we had five. We have got five, but we've picked our top four <laughs> songs. All will become clear. <laughs> so we're on to our first track with the Norway entry. And this is uh, Spirit in the Sky uh, by Kino and uh, Cards on the Table this is my absolute favourite song so far and it's a song inspired uh, all around equal rights and the struggles that gender, sexuality, ethnicity has it's a very relevant song um, and it won through Norway's selection process they have a Melody Grand Prix 
Uh, a song for Europe, if you will. A bit like what we do with BBC One on a Saturday night on the run-up to it. Yeah, well, it's um, yeah, it's, it's gone through various incarnations through the years in the UK. It was like Making Your Mind Up, that fabulous year with Javine, I, Katie Price, and Gina G. I knew you were going to say it. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Which we've referenced in previous episodes. So this one was, they through their selection in Norway, the Melody Grand Prix... First track, uh, and we'll have a little bit of it now, is Spirit in the Sky. I hear you calling me at night. Spirit in the Sky there from Norway. Dan, as a as more of an objective uh, incomer to Eurovision, you could probably be you could probably judge these songs for for in their own right. Yeah, I'm I'm very much like the, the Terry Wogan of this episode, you could say. Oh, Miss yes. Terry. And I've got the grey sideburns to, to match. I, I think as well, just to be clear, you and I decided together, didn't we, on our favourites. We kind of each compiled our, our list and the ones that matched we included. So we, I also absolutely loved this entry. Um, I, love the, I love the power behind I love what it means and I love the power. And my favourite Eurovision songs are those with, you know I like a banger. Oh, you love a banger more than and, anyone I know. And if there's ever a time for a good banger... It's a Eurovision Song Contest. Definitely. And this I like because it's it's part almost 90s pop, but it's also part something like One Republic or Maroon 5, that really like upbeat anthemic pop as well. The bit I don't like about it is that there's one singer in there doing something that sounds like the guy from Aqua. It's <laughs> <laughs> like Cookie Monster. That's lovely. Um, and for me, that just makes it a little bit too naff. So, I haven't heard that word for a long time. <laughs> well, it's quite a naff word, isn't it? Um, <laughs> but I can see this one doing well. Again, I don't know a great deal about Eurovision, but this feels like a very strong Eurovision contender. I mean, having been in that arena, not that I'm going to keep coming back to this, having oh, been gosh. in that arena, uh, the arena erupts for a banger. Yeah. Um, I just remember uh, Fuego last year. Which will mean nothing to you. Absolutely nothing. Uh, but listeners, you will know how incredible that song was and the power that that launched and projected out was just the brilliant energy in the, in the space at the time. This got to number three in Norway uh, when it was released as a single, so a real a hit as well. And the Norwegians have given us some incredible pop music over the years, namely, for me, Aha. Aha! Aha! Sorry, had to do that again. One of my favourite bands of all time, so... You know, they've done great. I was slightly uh, miffed to not hear the Kumars appearing in, on this version of Spirit in the Sky. Uh, oh, you're referencing, obviously, the Gareth Gates Kumars mashup yes. um, from uh, oh, many years ago now. Too actually. long ago to remember. And Dan, I'm not going to put you on the spot and watch you try and get your tongue round all of the songwriters' names. Kicking off there with my favourite track uh, from this year's competition, they are going to be performing, uh, we'll know where they are by now, um, As we, this will be Friday when we're talking and this is released, they're in the sec- second semi-final performing 15th, which will be Thursday evening, so we'll know, if you're listening to this on Friday morning, you will know uh, they're through to the final. 
fingers crossed. Or, oh. So we're off to Sweden for the next one. And they um, have a fantastic history of the Eurovision. Sweden they? have, uh, as we've talked about in previous uh, episodes, Sweden are on the cutting edge of pop music. I mean, ABBA. Let's just leave that name there for a few seconds. You don't need to say anything more about ABBA. But, um, you know, the number of wins and the number of amazing pop songs that Sweden have uh, had in in Eurovision over the years, you know, it's too many to count. You know, having won... Um, and kind of memorably, memorably a few years ago, hosting what was no, what was thought of as one of the best contests. Mm. Uh, they go, absolutely go to town with it, and they treat it extremely seriously. The Melody Festival, in which they do every year, is a it's like one of the most viewed TV shows in Sweden okay. on a Saturday night, and it kind of goes out over a period of weeks as well. Um, so it's not a secret thing hidden away on BBC Four or BBC Two like it is over here. It's a national event choosing the song so is that does every country have that or do some countries just sort of by themselves whoever does it just choose the song i'm not a full aficionado but i think certainly a lot of the real serious contenders have a rigorous selection Mm. process which involves public vote sorry i was expecting an an aficionado no i can't say it (laughs) (laughs) sorry i was expecting an expert on the matter so this is uh the swedish entry uh, let's have a listen and we'll talk a bit more about it. This is Too Late for Love by John uh, Lundvik. I can make it burn for you and me If I could be there, I would be there Hear me, I can be the sun that lights your dark Is it too late for love? Is it too late for love? Hear me, I can make it burn for you So that was John Lundvik, Too Late for Love. Interesting fact about John. He actually wrote uh, uh, the UK entry this year, Bigger Than Us. That, what? We love a good pop fact, don't we? What we do, and that is... Um, hmm. And he was originally intending to perform it at the Melody Festival as well. So what happened there? Uh, who knows? That one, I think it ticks a number of boxes. I think it's another strong contender... Um, you've got a really catchy chorus, you've got a, a choir, you've got a funky beat, you've got a key change. Dan, yeah. what more would you want? Um, people dressed as air hostesses um, asking people if they want something to suck for landing. Of course you're talking about... Scooch. Scooch. Which, for me, as a non-Eurovision follower, that was the perfect Eurovision song and they were robbed because of bloody politics. What was perfect about it for you? It was upbeat, it was cheesy, had a bit of a novelty factor to it. So what do you think about John's entry? Sorry? Uh, Too Late for Love? (laughs) (laughs) So I I first heard about this song because Pop Justice tweeted that it was a fantastic song and deserved to win. And I think if you've got Pop Justice behind you, uh, you're in a very good position. So it was great, it was upbeat, it was catchy. Yeah, it, it had... It had the perfect recipe, but also, unlike Scooch, this wasn't cheesy. It was quite a respectable pop song. And I think the the element of the choir really helped with that. So we'll find out. So John will be performing this one in the first semi-final, uh, which would have been on Tuesday night. So again, we'll know if he's through or not. I, uh, I'm going to put myself out there. I would be extremely surprised 
if John and Sweden do not make it to the grand final on Saturday. And would you be angry? I think I would, because I think this is solid, good pop music. Mm. And would you be violent? Well, I wouldn't go that far. Next one, then. So we're on to our third selection. This one, we are heading over to Greece. Uh, and this is Catherine Duska uh, with Better Love. So that was Adele, uh, I mean, Katrin Duska with Better Love from Greece. Written by David Snedden. Oh, <laughs> you. So I said, while that song was playing, I said to Dan, I've got a great pop fact for you about this song and you've stole my thunder. So, yes. Remember David Snedden? Yes. A Fame Academy winner from... Way back when. 2002 or three or something like that. Yeah. So he was a co-writer on this song. What a powerful... Uh, pop song this is. It is. And also he co-wrote it with Leon of Athens, who has had some success, hasn't he, in his own right. And David Snedden has also worked on a track with Lana Del Rey, so he's done well. Yeah, he's really he's really making some pennies in songwriting now, and he's, and this song is great, and, and you know, a lot of the other songs he's had a hand in um, are also really good. I've got it on good authority, this is a hot contender uh, on Saturday night. Well... It wouldn't surprise me. It does, again, it sounds very... Because, so I listened to all 40, however many it was, entries, and there are some like this that sounded very... Just like quality pieces of pop music, a real upbeat, euphoric power ballad. You know, I wouldn't... It wouldn't sound out of place if Sia or Adele, as you mentioned, Mm. were listening to... sung something like this. Um, But there were some in there that were just almost too... Trying too hard to be obscure and be not what Eurovision is generally known for um, that made me think you're, you know, if you try too hard to be different it doesn't work and so this one doesn't try hard to be different it's a quality pop song and I, I can see it doing well and this one is in the first semi-final so uh, this would have been on Tuesday evening and again I'd be very surprised if this doesn't make it through to Saturday's final um, so good luck to her and sorry again for jumping in with that fact. That was no, no, no. Childish of no, me. No, no offence taken. You're going to get me back at some point, aren't you? No, it's all for the greater good mm. uh, of the podcast. Uh, so, fourth selection now. And Dan, let's say hello to an old friend. Oh, is it Stuart Price? <laughs> <laughs> Richard X? Brian Higgins? No, no, not a literal old friend of the podcast. Uh, I'm actually, and I don't mean Robert Gershenson either. Uh, <laughs> This is an old friend of the pop world, or dance pop world. Uh, this is Finland's entry, and this is uh, Look Away by Darude and Sebastian Raymond. the world today, is it in my head? Am I the only one? Is it in my head? Where the war has just begun, we look away. That was Darude, Sebastian Raymond, and Look Away. 
Dan, can you remember Darude from back in the day? Of course, Sandstorm. Who doesn't know that song? Etc. Instantly when you started that, a crowd of people with glow sticks gathered around you. It was just send cook down to reception to uh, send them away. So that uh, is probably the most hardest, purest dance track in the contest this year. And is that quite abnormal to have a more dance sound than I, a pop sound? You often sound? see a couple, a couple more kind of harder tracks. It's questionable where how well they will do. And I mean, I like it. I've I really, think it's a bit of a banger. I think it's great. I think it sounds like it could have been from Darude. You know, it could have been his follow-up to Sandstorm, I think, and it sounds like very much the things of that time, like Sash and things like that. Uh, how good was Sash, by the way? On a side Sash note. could Sash could come back. I think he's on the long list. So sorry for those. Uh, you can hear lots of planes going over. We're actually currently waiting for our flight to uh, Tel, Tel Aviv, Aviv. so um, yeah, that's what you can hear. But yeah, Sash was fantastic. He had so many anthems, and I think this could have been a Sash song. Yes, and I think. Sash, if we covered anything, it would probably be that first album with Encore Une Fois, oh, Ecuador. The second one with Mysterious Ways and Move Mania. And mm. We'll probably fight that off air, I think. Yes, we'll uh, hammer that out on a conference call in a few weeks. Uh, so this one is going to be another one that's going to be in the, will have, well, will have been in the first semi final on Tuesday evening. So uh, it's probably the only one of the tracks that we've discussed where I'm a little bit less certain mm. we'll see it on Saturday night okay imagine if none of the songs we're talking about go through <laughs> then we've alerted our listeners to some great pop music that might not be on BBC One on Saturday night yes or whatever country you're in and whatever channel you watch it on we said we were going to talk about five tracks four of which we selected but it would be remiss of us not to talk about the UK entry so we've saved the best to last is that right uh, you or Dan what do you think of the UK entry um should we hear a little snippet of it? Let's have a listen. This is Michael Rice, uh, Annika's son. Oh, Tim's son. Uh, this is Bigger Than Us. Never be alone. It's bigger than us. It's bigger than you and me. It's bigger than us. It's bigger than everything we see. Because I can feel the universe when I'm feeling So that was Michael Rice and Bigger Than Us. Dan, this would be, if this is a normal episode, this would be a great time to talk about the fantastic uh, Eurovision logo this year. Wool. <laughs> Can you tell me about the logo? Uh, no, I'd love to hear your opinions on this track. I don't think it's awful. I think, famously, we don't do very well. Uh, we were last one 21 years ago, was it? 22 maybe, with uh, Katrina and the Waves. I don't think it's a terrible pop song by any means, but it hasn't got anything special to it either, has it? I guess it's it's quite good. Yes. Um, but just the four, at least the four tracks that we've chosen and played are head and shoulders better, and I would argue there are a number more in the full lineup of finalists that are better than this. But <laughs> that said, we'd love to see it do well. Yeah, it'd be fantastic for it to do well. It, just, it sounds to me like it wouldn't have surprised me if this was obviously Westlife are back together and releasing new stuff. It sounds like something they could have done, maybe. Uh, don't forget, one of the co-writers in this track was John Lundvik, who's the Swedish entry. Of course. And as one of the big five countries, 
as in we pay a lot of money to help Eurovision happen, we don't have to go to a semi-final. Ooh. We are straight through. Oh, I didn't realise that's how it worked. So it's not necessarily... Getting to the finals isn't necessarily based on the quality of the song. It's almost how much money you've got. Well, no, just the big five get through to the final. Everybody else has to battle it out. Right, so when we're out of Europe, then, do we not get straight into Eurovision? Whoa, 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 whoa. That's far <laughs> too uh, political for... Uh, for our for, listeners. For, for, our, for, our, for us, well, yeah. not for our listeners. So, good luck, Michael. Yeah, the best of luck, and we hope that you do bring it home. It's coming home. Eurovision's <laughs> coming home. Uh, so that's our little run-through of uh, some of our favourites. We'll be tuning in on Saturday night, as discussed. So uh, we'll be back with you on Tuesday, uh, making absolutely no reference to the outcome of the Eurovision Song Contest. Why is that? Uh, I, I will have moved on by then, I'm sure. It'll be in the past. Dan, any final thoughts? Just please, if this is your first foray into Track by Track, don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Uh, a lovely review and a rating never goes amiss. And let us know your thoughts on Eurovision at Move to Trash UK across Twitter and Instagram and hashtag Track by Track. Uh, and until we see you next Tuesday, <laughs> I've been Terry Wogan. And I've been Graham Norton. <laughs> <laughs>